episode 132. This week on the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast, we talk about how Dropbox saved my life and how it might save your life too. And we talk about my plans for Social Media Marketing World 2017. I'm leaving in the morning and all the things I plan to get out of the conference. I'll give you tips for when you attend a conference too. All this and more on the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. The Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. You've been working for somebody else. But you want a business to run yourself. You want to know how to start and where to begin. Can you get out your comfort zone, my friend? Yes, you can do it right when it's late at night. At the end of the day, your dreams burning inside. So keep it up and you will find that you're building your business one now, broadcasting late at night from a little studio in the big state of Texas, your host, Mark Mason. Hey, 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 I hope you are having an absolutely fantastic day. I am your host, Mark Mason, coming to you from Dallas, Texas, and this is Late Night Internet Marketing, where we talk all about how you can build a profitable online business, even in your spare time late at night. I have been getting a lot of stuff done because I am about to leave town. I'm headed to social media marketing world in a few hours. I have an early morning flight. I'll be out there having fun at the conference, doing a lot of stuff, learning a lot of stuff, um, helping run the podcast track out there. So I'm very excited. If you are in the neighborhood while you're listening to this and you're out there, give me a shout out on Twitter. I'll be on the Twitter all week uh, while I'm out there and would love to hear from you if you're out there and maybe we can hook up in the process of getting all everything together this week. I did find time to, to stick my head in a church at some point, And I heard this quote that is often attributed to John Wesley. And there's a lot of debate actually about whether or not John Wesley ever said this. And, you know, if you're not familiar with church history, John Wesley's basically the guy who helped start the Methodist Church. Very, very famous guy, very smart guy. And this quote that's often attributed to to John Wesley is, light yourself on fire with passion, and people will come from miles to watch you burn. And this quote is attributed to John Wesley. It's often misquoted in the sense that there's various variations that are quoted out there, and there's a significant amount of debate among legitimate historians about whether or not John Wesley ever said this, I'm told that even if he never actually said it, it sounds like something he would have said. So at least it's in the right, uh, you know, it's in the right intent. But I love this for marketing. I love this. Light yourself on fire with passion and people will come from miles to watch you burn. And I, I think this has something to do with the kind of intensity that you go after your business with, you know, are, are you in it? Are you in it to win it? Can people who are following you and to, and, and learning from whatever it is, whatever content that you're creating, 
can they feel that enthusiasm? And you know, this passion word is a word that, that boy, that's a, a heavy word. And a lot of people have come to sort of almost be put off by that word because it implies that you've got to have this sort of one calling in your life that is the thing that you're passionate about. And what if you're one of these people that hasn't ever found their passion? What do you do? But I think what what this quote is really talking about, no matter who actually said it, is just this intensity of enthusiasm that you can have. And when people sense that, that will attract people to your brand and to your message. They'll know that you're serious. You're not just, it'll help you rise above the din. You know, I've been reading this fantastic book by Mark Schaefer called Known. And Mark Schaefer is someone that I had the privilege of meeting at Social Media Marketing World 16. And he's a super famous marketing guru. He's been a corporate marketing guru, and now he's an individual brand consultant. And he's fundamentally, he's just simply brilliant. And he wrote this book, Known, which I highly recommend. But in the book, Known, he talks about the fact that passion's really not enough. Passion has to be overlaid with purpose. So you you need to really, really care about something, but then there has to be some purpose that gives that passion some direction that is in general targeted towards helping people accomplish something. And then on top of that, you have to have endurance to see the thing through because there's no overnight successes and you have to focus on something where there's actually space for you to grow. Super, super, super crowded niches may not be the right place for you to nurture this purpose-driven passion. But I think, you know, one of the myths that Mark busts in this book is this idea of passion. He he talks about the fact that you need something with a plan, and, and it's really not a passion usually that you find people having great success with. It's more accurately described as a sustainable interest. I mean, you may have passions that really aren't very suitable for business, but if you can have a sustainable interest that you can feel passion for, but it's something that you can sustain and has purpose, that's going to have a lot more opportunity for you to be successful. And whatever that is, when that comes through, when you have that that enthusiasm and energy, it's sustained. That's a really key thing. When you light that fire, like in this quote that's attributed to John Wesley, people will come. It's time for your late night tech tip. Tech tip. Tools, tips, and tricks for your internet business. For those of you that don't realize this, at the very end of the show, after the show music plays, there's this strange tape rewinding sound, and then I just kind of riff on whatever I'm thinking about that may or may not have anything to do with internet marketing. This is a kind of an old tradition that I've done with this show. It's kind of the after the show show. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff, you can stay around for after the show music instead of ending the show. And there's more stuff. And I was talking last week about the fact that last episode, episode 131 almost didn't make it on the air on time because I had um, accidentally left my laptop in Dallas 
for my trip to San Antonio. So I got to San Antonio and didn't have a laptop. So I was able to borrow a laptop actually from my son. And after he went to sleep, I was able to download the files that I needed from Dropbox, the audio files, and the uh, a software that I needed from Adobe to edit the show and get it uploaded and so forth. And everything else is sort of in the cloud. WordPress is in the cloud and so forth. So I was able to get that done, get the show out on time. That was very important to me because, well, because you guys are important to me, but because I have this streak going of getting the show out on time. In fact, right now I'm recording the show early before I leave for social media marketing world so I can make sure I get that done because when the show goes live on Thursday, I will actually be at social media marketing world. And so, um, you know, Dropbox saved my life as, as far as the show is concerned, or, you know, that might be a slight over dramatization of what happened, but you get the idea. So I think Dropbox is awesome. And if you're not familiar with Dropbox, it's basically this cloud-based syncing service. Any file that you put on Dropbox will appear on any other system that you install Dropbox on and tell it to appear there. So if you have a laptop and a desktop machine or a laptop and a desktop and an iPad, you can upload a file to Dropbox and it will be available to you on any of those machines. And you can log on to their web-based application anywhere in the world and access that file. So it's really good. Um, I wanted to give you some tips for how to get the most out of Dropbox so that, uh, you know, if you're, if you're thinking about using Dropbox or you'd like to use it and you, you want to know how, you know, what's, what are the reasons, what can I do with it? There's a few tips that I wanted to give you that I thought would make a great tech tip for this week. So the first tip is you can get started with Dropbox for free. So if you're not familiar with Dropbox, you can go to latenightim.com forward slash Dropbox and you can sign up for a free account and that will give you two gigabytes per space. And if you want even more space than that for free, you can refer your friends to Dropbox and every basic account that you refer gets another 500 megabytes of free space for you. So what I just did was I referred you to latenightim.com forward slash Dropbox. If you were to actually sign up using that account, I would get free Dropbox space. I don't really need that because I pay for a terabyte, which I'll, I don't even come close to using. But uh, that is a really cool way to get started with Dropbox for free. That's really awesome. And that's the first tip for Dropbox is if you think you might be interested, but you've never pulled the trigger because you didn't want to spend the money, um, free Dropbox is really cool. Now, the second tip for Dropbox is that if you delete a file from Dropbox, it keeps everything you deleted for 30 days. So if you recognize that you accidentally deleted or overwrote or changed a file, it keeps any file that you had up there for 30 days and you can just simply log into the web application, right click on a file and choose restore to bring back files or folders just totally back at from nowhere. Now that only lasts for 30 days. So I don't consider this an actual backup system. I think it's a nice sort of not fully featured backup piece to your strategy. So like short-term backup, I think it works pretty well for that. But I wouldn't do this instead of backup. I'd do this in addition to whatever backup strategy you have. But you can recover deleted files and use Dropbox sort of as a, a, a poor man's backup strategy. 
Third tip is you can set Dropbox to automatically seek out and find and upload your mobile photos. And this is super cool. Like if you have an iPhone and you have the Dropbox app on your iPhone and or you have a, a PC or a Mac and you, you're constantly dumping pictures on there, you can just set Dropbox to automatically suck those pictures up to watch certain directories for pictures and upload them to watch for memory cards that are inserted in your SD slot and upload those pictures. And that's really nice for sort of an automatic automatic backup of your pictures. One of the things we're always freaked out about in my house is what if we lose all our pictures? I have my pictures backed up in a number of ways. I use Dropbox, Google Photos. I have a Synology NAS drive. I have them backed up in, in what I commonly refer to as cold storage. If you're a Katie Floyd fan uh, on Mac Power users, you know what cold storage is. Basically, I have a drive on a shelf that's not stored in my home, and then I have the pictures backed up to Backblaze. So, you know, I'm I'm very serious about protecting my pictures, but this is a really nice thing. It also makes it possible where if you're having trouble with picture storage on your mobile phone and you know your pictures are, are generally backed up to Dropbox, it leaves you a little more free to delete those pictures off the phone because you know they're going to be on Dropbox. The fourth tip is that Dropbox offers two-step verification, and I definitely recommend that you 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 turn on two-step verification for extra security on Dropbox. This means that whenever you log into Dropbox, you're going to need a second factor, either a text message to your cell phone, a secret code from that, or something like the Authy app to to, to allow login. Now, it's not that big of a pain because it remembers browsers. So once you tell it this browser is okay, it reverts back to one step. But if someone in some foreign country tries to log into your Dropbox and it's not you, two-step verification will go a long way to keep this out. So that's the fourth tip. Fifth tip is, and this is probably what I use Dropbox for the most, this is the perfect solution for sharing monster files. So you can put a monster file on your Dropbox. I actually have a folder called public for stuff that I want to share, but I don't necessarily want to keep forever. I put the monster file in the public directory. I right click on it, grab a Dropbox link, and then I can email that link instead of a hundred megabyte file to whoever needs that link. And so that is an absolutely fantastic feature of Dropbox. And I would say that that's probably one of the best uses for Dropbox. The sixth tip is you can actually turn on a feature of Dropbox called Selective Sync. So if you've got desktop machines and laptops, for example, and your desktops have a lot of storage, but your laptops don't have much storage, you can tell your laptop, hey, these directories I want you to sync, but these other directories, I don't want to sync those to the laptop. Selective Sync. Now, Everybody agrees, I think, that uses Dropbox that Selective Sync needs some more features, and it's been rumored that Dropbox is working on that. But that's a really, really good place to start. It's really nice to be able to manage that kind of capability. Um, And then the seventh and last tip that I'll give you is that a lot of cross-platform applications that exist both on the, say, on the iPhone and the Mac or on Android applications and the PC or wherever, or across different PCs and Macs, they will share their settings on Dropbox. Dropbox is by far the most popular file syncing service out there. 
And it a lot of these apps will take advantage of that. And once you enable something like password syncing in one password with Dropbox or uh, other applications that can use that, like Text Expander to sync text snippets back and forth between your machines, wow, it's really hard to ever go back from that. So that's that's seven tips that you can use that will uh, help you get the most out of Dropbox. Again, I recommend that you go check that out at latenightim.com forward slash Dropbox. It's time to get to work building your internet business. One night at a time. So for the main segment today, I wanted to talk a little bit about my trip out to social media marketing world that's coming and talk to you about why I'm doing that. Why am I going to social media marketing world? What's the point? You know, because it's expensive, right? The the tickets for social media marketing world are, are not inexpensive. And the airfare involved in getting out to California from Texas is not inexpensive. And the fancy hotel that the conference is in is expensive. And I've got to take three days of work off of my day job. I'm going to miss my daughter's soccer game. I'm going to miss my softball game. The opportunity cost of going out to social media marketing world is really high. So why bother? What do I expect to get out of social media marketing world? Well, there's a there's a, a list of things that I, I think are important when you go to conferences. And I hope as you think through these list of things, you'll think about whether or not it makes sense for you to attend a conference in your niche or a conference related to your business in 2017. I think that's something that can really benefit from benefit you. And you don't have to start off with, you know, a conference in Paris or Hawaii. I mean, you can a lot of times you'll find out that lo and behold, things that you're interested in are happening in your local area that maybe won't even cost you as much as a trip to something like social media marketing world. But here are my goals for social media marketing world and why I um, am interested in doing that. One is, I think this is maybe the very most important thing. Social media marketing world is an opportunity for me to reconnect with people that I have met over the last 10 years in internet business, both online and in real life, and actually see them face to face. There will be 3,000 marketers at this conference or more. It's growing every year. And I'll get to see people, not only all of my good friends from my green room mastermind, Cliff and Pat and Mike Stelzner and, and Leslie and Ray, um, but I will also get to see a lot of other people from the industry that I've just made friends with over the years. And that is a, a really fulfilling thing for me personally, something that I really enjoy making an additional investment in those relationships, spending, even if it's just, you know, a beer at the hotel bar or a walk down to Chipotle with one of them. And um, that will be a, a real, that'll be a real value to me. And in fact, uh, we'll be going to dinner, the Green Room Mastermind. We're going to all go to dinner together. That'll be our one chance this year for us to all be physically together in the same place. And so I really highly value that. That's going to be a highlight of the trip for me, just seeing people. The second reason that I go to to a conference like Social Media Marketing World is that it gives me an opportunity to add to that list. So I will meet people. Last year, I met Mark Schaefer. 
And I, I talked to you about his book, Known. I mean, this guy is a, an amazing thought leader in social media marketing s- space. And just being around him and being friends with him on Facebook and just interacting with him, being on the periphery, becoming aware of him has influenced my thinking in this space and will continue to do that for years to come. So getting that exposure and connections with people like Mark Schaefer, um, you know, I got to meet Gary Vaynerchuk last time I was at Social Media Marketing World, Guy Kawasaki, you know, I mean, these are people that I wouldn't normally get to meet on my drive back and forth to my day job, right? And so that ability to meet people and not just super famous people too. I mean, I've met a lot of people over the years that came to talk to me, you know, that, that sought me out and, 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 and are up and comers in internet marketing that wanted to ask me a question. And so that's really cool for me too. In fact, sometimes I enjoy that a lot more is meeting people that are where I was several years ago in their marketing journey is very rewarding for me too. But I just really like the meeting new people part too. That's super great. So that's the second reason that I really enjoy going to something like social media marketing world and, and I'm willing to make the investment. Third reason for going to social media marketing world is there's an enormous amount of content available at this conference. And, and quite frankly, it's just kind of mind numbing. And luckily everything is recorded so that I can get to it later because there's so many simultaneous sessions. There's just no way that you could get to them all. But the number of ideas that I come out of a thing, of a thing like this with opportunities for collaboration and ideas from speakers from the stage, the number of ideas is amazing. It's always more than a dozen. I never am able to get to all of them, but I try to identify at least my, my kind of personal rule for conferences of any kind, whether it's in my day job or in internet marketing is that is to identify at least one killer idea every day that I can take away and actually go take action on. So if I'm at a five-day conference, my goal is to come away with five really good ideas that I can use and do something about when I return to my normal everyday life. And I write those down in Evernote and I, you know, try to take action on those when I get back from the conference. And so you can do that too when you go to a conference, even if it's just a little meetup in your town, you can look for that one tiny little golden nugget and bring that away from you. And if you do that consistently, all of a sudden you'll have a whole box full of golden nuggets that will have been added to your business. That can be a really valuable sort of continuous learning approach that you can take by going to this kind of conference. And then the fourth reason that I go to social media marketing world is that I'm privileged that Mike Stelzner, who runs the thing, lets me do stuff when I'm there. I love to be part of the answer, to be part of the help. Uh, One year I I gave uh, a talk there. One time I hosted a panel. Um, I've led sessions. This time I'm both uh, chairing a track and moderating a panel. And so you know, that not only does that open amazing opportunities, that's how I met Schaefer. That's how I met Michael Hyatt. You know, not only does it open up opportunities, it gives me an opportunity to say thanks to Mike Stelzner for, for being awesome and be part a very, very, very tiny, small part of what is just a truly amazing thing in the social media marketing industry. And that is the social media marketing world conference. 
and I've gotten to know Mike's uh, staff and and the people that he works with, um, and and they're amazing. I mean, the people that work for Mike are really amazing, and so that's another kind of angle that I'm able to exploit, if you will, by attending social media marketing world. Now that I get to go to a party on an aircraft carrier, that's pretty cool. Uh, but you know, the, the bottom line is it's a heck of a lot of fun, and maybe that's really number five and maybe it's the other bottom line through all this i love it i love going to conferences i particularly love social media marketing world it's the best run conference i've ever been to in either internet marketing or engineering it's just totally amazing and the experience is fantastic so if you can find a conference this year that even if it's a very small one where you can maybe meet some people that you've you've known online but never seen face to face where you can meet some new people where you can learn some things and maybe even contribute some things and have some fun the kind of the five things that I'm going to do out at social media marketing world I highly recommend that you do that and next week I'll tell you all about what I was able to accomplish out there all right, so my suitcase is packed. I've got a couple of other things I've got to do. I've actually got to make an update that I promised my wife to her website before I leave, which is kind of funny. When your wife's a blogger, you get these internet marketing tasks that, you know, some guys are doing the laundry. I'm updating websites, but, you know, that's how it goes. So um, I got to do that before I leave. I've got a couple other things to do. I've got an early, early morning flight out, so I'll have to leave for the airport around 5 in the morning, and then I'll be on uh, feet dry in California by, uh, gosh, 8.30 in the morning California time, so that's super cool. Really looking forward to that. Until then, until next week, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic and productive week. Go check out Dropbox. Think about your, your systems for backup. Make sure you're solid there. And think about what conference you might go to this year. I think you might get a lot of leverage out of that relatively small investment for the kind of return that is possible. Ciao. You can do it right when it's late at night. You've been listening to the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. Be sure to visit latenightpodcast.com today to leave feedback for Mark. Download special bonus content, access the show notes, and more. See you there. Until then. Until then, go and make some great progress on your internet business. One night at a time. One night at a time. Okay, so I've been uh, <laughs> I've been having a lot of fun with this 100K factory thing. And uh, it's really cool because I just laugh. I mean, there's so many things that make me laugh in this thing. These guys that run it are super cool and uh, they're funny. And <laughs> they, uh, they're, this is a total, so far it's been a total over-the-top, over-delivery sort of thing. There are a lot of live examples that they, they show in the course about how to to do this thing. And again, if you're not familiar with it, the, the course is all about marketing, physical products uh, with e-commerce. And they talk about some of the past winning products that they've had. And they're so incredibly unusual. And the, 
The one that cracks me up lately is unicorn slippers. So I, you know, who knew that you could sell thousands or tens of thousands of pairs of unicorn slippers. And it just makes me, you know, I'm, I don't intend to sell unicorn slippers myself, but it, it just makes you realize what an amazingly wonderful place the internet is. Because if you had a brick and mortar store on main street and you had unicorn slippers in your store, there might be at most five or six or seven little girls in your town who would choose to have unicorn, who would want unicorn slippers in the first place and would have parents that would be willing to, um, to buy those unicorn slippers for those little girls. So maybe you'd sell five or six. Heck, maybe it, it would be like a, a banner year and you sold 10 uh, pairs of unicorn slippers total to your whole town. And then you'd be done because the only people that come in your store in general are the people that live in your sleepy little town. But when you scale things to say, okay, I'm going to sell unicorn slippers to everyone on Facebook and I'm going to target that to people who have said that they like unicorn things, which is a, you know, a thing Facebook can tell you all of a sudden you have the opportunity to sell a ton of unicorn slippers. So it's just a very interesting thing, how the internet has made the world a very, very small place. Now I'll be talking more about hundred K factory in the future, according to the plan that they've laid out, I'll make my first actual sale uh, on a hundred from my hundred K factory site sometime in early April. When that happens, I'll be sure and let you know, that'll be the first e-commerce product I've ever sold. So that will be interesting. Um, besides, you know, affiliate products and all this, this will be the first time I've ever bought something from China and sold it to someone in the United States. So that'll be a really interesting thing, and I'll, I'll let you know how that goes. Ciao. Hey, it's Mark again. I wanted to tell you one more time about this absolutely free resource that I have for helping people who are trying to get the big picture for internet marketing actually get started and understand what all their choices are. If that's not you, there's no more content. You can skip to the end. But if you're someone who came to this podcast because you're searching for how to get started online, and you just can't cut through all the noise. I get it. That was me in 2007 when I was trying to get started. There were so many people throwing offers at me that I really couldn't even understand what all the different business models were. I couldn't understand how money moved around on the internet. And I couldn't really get a grip on what direction I wanted to go in so I could figure out how to move forward. I've created a free video resource for you just for that purpose at latenightim.com forward slash explain. In several short videos, I just explained to you what internet marketing is all about and what online business is all about and the different options that you have for starting an online business. There's nothing to buy there. You just sign up for access and you get the videos just like that. So if that's interesting to you, or if you know someone who's in a same situation, send them that link, latenightim.com forward slash explain, and let me know what you think. I'd love to hear what people are thinking that are in the exact same position that I was in more than a decade ago in 2007. In some ways, it seems like yesterday, and in some ways, it seems like an entire lifetime ago. Again, that's latenightim.com 
forward slash explain. Late night internet marketing.